Blog Talk Radio. First World Order Radio, finally, finally. First World Order Radio, finally, finally, we are on the air, no doubt. All right, all right. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. We get on into some of that order consciousness tonight. First World Order Radio, every Wednesday, 8 p.m., we got to talk about what is taking place on the planet. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. First, we need to let you know we're going to be doing more shows, giving out more information on Wednesdays. Wednesday is 8 o'clock. We are now going to make this the hottest day of the week. Proceeding in others in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. In existence, an indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates to bring about specific and the based on value with natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air that your thoughts transmits it. Proceeding others in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns in existence, an indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates to bring about specific and the based on value with natural characteristics.
don't need to be a dope boy, my poetry is dope enough. Trapping into Stella while my third eye open up. See through all the lies that y'all tell it with a straight face. Return of the luminous ones. Y'all better make way to find a chapter. Find a collapse on all you politicians. They politic and how to lead a world no pot to piss in. The way I think is more deeper than the Grand Canyon. I guarantee this black man would be the man standing. My premonition match the old Mac calendar. It's always accurate like a lightweight challenger. For all you wicked witches in the Wizard of Oz. You and that man behind the curtain, yeah, y'all fixing the fall. Only a matter of time before shit hit the fan. Here's an idiot's guide for you on how to get a man. I don't need a bunch of homers to ride or die with me. I could call on Hey Ruth to fly the skies with me. We going through the transition and it's all she wrote. Put on my uncle, gave my Jesus Christ back to the folk. Back to the hey, back my angel, time to pray heaven on earth. I was the last golden child that returned to the earth. We going through the transition and it's all she wrote. Put on my uncle, gave my Jesus Christ back to the folk. When I'm riding on this city streets, never really miss a beat To the point of no return, lest I turn another cheek Catch me on my dead if I smooth as I wanna be Just being me, never chilling with the wannabes God in the flesh, dated bad sister lectures Because my history is more than they can understand it My melanated skin, star brush from the astro I made of dark energy, created from black holes No thyself, the only one you can lean on I got some scoopers that y'all can break y'all weed on All right, here's Martin Luther King and slave ships but what about the underwater cities and spaceships? My mystical mind, we had a government covering. But if the old man temple fly away like a mothership, where African people wear the rear and it knock it, wearing feathers on their heads just to prove feet taller than me. Going through the transition and it's all she wrote. Put on my auntie, gave my Jesus Christ back to the Pope. Came back, my angel times to bring heaven on earth. I was the last golden child that returned to the birth. We going through the transition and it's all she wrote. Put on my auntie, gave my Jesus Christ back to the Pope. Yo, don't look at me the same, I ain't nothing like I used to be Upgraded, dealing through the lies and all the foolery My dream became lucid, I travel back in time Collecting life data for my subconscious mind That father let me know that anything is possible By pulling down the universe through my crown chakra Manipulate the energy, it's all an illusion Knowing who you are kills all the confusion Why 85% judge off my appearance? I use alchemy to create the world potential My lyrics turn divas right back in the queens Why those Boys the same twice appearing back on the scene Everybody gone mad, blame the media outlet The new black Hollywood chosen straight out of the project Bobo and gender war sucking up to the master While the whole community going up in disaster We going through the transition and it's all she wrote Put on my uncle, gave my Jesus Christ back to the Pope Came back my angel time to bring heaven on earth I was the last golden child that returned to the birth We going through the transition and it's all she wrote Put on my uncle, gave my Jesus Christ back to the Pope
played this the gift and the message My music is a weapon when I use it on the reckless Spaceship hovering throughout the whole region Open up the sky and take the shortcut to Venus Getting on my lever, it's a hard pill to swallow Like comparing your religion to it if the earth is hollow No need to cry dead, let it soak in your tomorrows Let my music soak up all your bittersweet and sorrows See the sun shining, I lay back and kick it Staying sucker free is my new way of living One day we get together, then we all start billing But the ball that I dribble got me posting like Pippin Champagne glasses around my organite pyramid Glazing at the stars, show the kids where we really live These solar flares got my DNA 12 stranded Collect the kids, trans and feed it to the man's brain Wash the tall moors, some of us we've been here to reunite the others and cool the world with wind chills I put rap to the back for a good reason 2012-21 was a good season Fake people get exposed just for who they are Keep playing traffic in a highway with moving cars My flow bring the fear of God to these modern rappers They crawling backwards, kicking men in chest and heart attack Ever since the kid went galactic My center bracket reached the top and interacted with my solar status The microphone will grab it, I guess it's just a habit A living legend in your presence, sort of like a maverick It ain't about me, nah, but it's about the future A golden race is on and dealing with the cockadoodles I sock it to you like a grandma and your mama used to The final stage, I ride away just like it's Honolulu I proved my old school, but since I stayed there Galactic conscious awareness, I got my grace there See with the eye of Hayru, no longer bend knees My inner chiefs are in a me when it's time to leave This modern day crap, I don't even follow it I'd rather symbolize my neighbor in the hieroglyphs Declare peace without Battlestar Galactica Footstepping backwards on my way back to Africa The Washita Moors, some of us we've been here To reunite the others, to cool the world with wind chills I put rap to the back for a good reason 2012-21 was a good season Fake people get exposed just for who they are Keep playing traffic in a highway with moving cars My flow bring the fear of God to these modern rappers They crawling backwards, kicking men in chest and heart attack And wash the tall moors Some of us we've been here to reunite the others To cool the world with wind chills I put rap to the back for a good reason 2012-21 was a good season Fake people get exposed just for who they are Keep playing traffic in a highway with moving cars My flow bring the fear of God to these modern rappers They crawling backwards, kicking men in chest and heart attack Once again, with your host, Dr. Alain Bay, and you here on First World Radio, no doubt, the best world listening sound. In other words, when you come here, you get the knowledge that you need in order to go out into the world, in which that basically you have to fight for blood, sweat, and tears just to get what you want. Um, but at least we give you the solutions and the answers 
um, in which that can help you manifest something higher. All right. So that's what we'll be doing tonight. We'll be getting into the topic. Uh, remember now what this topic is, what is hell and heaven is true meanings and manifestations. Now, this came about based on a discussion that I have with Brother John Hayes. Um, he stated that maybe or rather come to a place to embrace the lower aspect of myself. It just seems this hell we are born into, all of this outer manifestations is nothing more than the realization of hell itself. The material world deems to be the demonic manifestation of our beast nature, the place of survival only to die. But it is the lower nature supposed, but is the lower nature supposed to be eradicated? I don't think so. It seems that the demon is indeed an aspect of who we are, but it has to be realized. It's a battle of sorts to stand in the middle way. Now, the brother got deep. All right, the brother got deep. And um, for those that's listening, um, you know, appreciate what we get ready to drop tonight because he gave us the segue in order into this discussion. Mm. All right, now, all right, um, Brother L, I don't mm-hmm. know if you have your whole mm-hmm. circle seven tonight. Um, I know you here, Brother L. Oh, yeah, AIT Washington. I want to get you on here so that you can drop on. Um, the Holy Quran Circle 7, where it speaks about the lower self and the higher self, um, or this battle or this dualistic aspect of oneself, and that mm-hmm. this is the mind aspect in which that forms or manifests, referred to as heaven and hell. But first, it starts internally and it's a projection outternally um, um, or outward manifestation. Um, so, um, if you can't get your Holy Quran Circle 7. And um, I'm going to try to um, I'm pull up it. some information. Yeah, I'm going to try to pull up so some I'm information. Right. Yeah, 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 definitely. And um, so as Brother L getting that, um, we want to make sure that y'all um, get this knowledge for the night. All right. Um, so for those that need to call in, um, we will right. be having call so y'all can call in at 626 414 That's 626-414-3535. And also what we want you to do is um come to our event September the 18th, 19th, and 20th. That's a you know approximately almost a month away. Um we need for you to be here on the land so that y'all can get some of this information live up close and personal. So that's September the 18th, 19th, and 20th. All right, we will be discussing metaphysics, occult teachings, esoteric um, sciences, um, herbal healing, um, health as far as um, how to maintain your health through Qigong, Tai Chi, Reiki, Pranic healing, um, all the energy modalities. Uh, we'll go into um, heritage, history, and all types of um, good stuff. So. Uh, for those interested, give us a call at 910-364-9099, 910-364-9099, or hit me up on my Gmail account, which is com. That's D-R-A-L-I-M, 
um, E-L-B-E-Y um, at gmail.com. All right. And also go to our website, DrAlimAlbay.com. And you can go to calendar of events or upcoming events and go there in order to see the flyer for this event so that y'all are up on what's getting ready to happen. All right. We need your support. This is going to be something in which that is phenomenal. We always do it. All right. Y'all need to start talking to those who have been here um, over the last two years and see um, the excellent job that we've been doing here on our land. All right. Mm. Um, all right. So you definitely need to come here um, to check that out. Um, Brother L, you have anything? Um, speak about your newsletters um, that you have. And yes. Uh, before I we get into the discussion tonight. Yes, uh, I, I, uh, my new letters uh, uh, got two. I sent two to you, but they are probably arrive tomorrow. They'll be, no, not later than Friday, but they're about dealing with the uh, the esoteric uh, science of the Moors, uh, dealing with religion, uh, dealing with law, amity maritime law, uh, about birth about being the B-I-R-T-H birth and the B-E-R-T-H birth. The two, the, well, they're both one and the same as dealing with uh, uh, a, a, a woman having a baby and a ship coming in to dock. You know, they're all based on the same thing, dealing with maritime law. Uh, other, other, the other one is about dealing with a little bit about uh, Hebrew and Judaism. Uh, that's also more science. A lot of people don't know, and the right. one I'm currently on now is about the Hebrew Mayans and Druids, which I'll be through probably be through that probably mm-hmm. Saturday. It's going out. And I'm also sending pictures of the new shirts I've been wearing, been making, uh, mostly for maybe the Washita Moors. Like, you know, I uh, want to get them some uh, shirts made like that. You know, so uh, these are things I'm currently doing right now, and. Uh, I'm also uh, working with uh, uh, Brother Abdullah El-Talib Mosi Bay from New Jersey. Uh, he, he's bringing his book out, Moors and Masonry. He's supposed to get here next year at, uh, in the St. Louis area, uh, in Springfield, Missouri, to be exactly, about uh, in, in next summer. So I'm supposed to be uh, getting up with him, spreading the word, and dealing with Masonry and all the Prince Hall Masons and other uh, brothers in the Masonic fraternities across the country. So getting with institutions and you know trying to get get uh get some numbers here you know this is what i'm i'm up this is what i'm doing all right that's excellent brother l you know what i'm saying much um grace and and bliss towards that work and so you know so it manifests even greater you know greater heights um you spoke about brother abdullah um i know he had his newspaper out too you know tell people about that Yes, he has the uh, what you call uh, the uh, Masonic Gate, and also he's starting he's starting on a new paper called the Christian Light, uh, which a lot of most of the, uh, uh, the so-called Christian uh, Asiatic people would really be interested in, you know, because he's dealing with a more morally with an esoteric uh, view, and uh, also the Masonic Gate. Uh, he stop. He really his. Uh, he had uh, really recently uh, 
put the, the, all the papers on really on hiatus right now because he's been uh, 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 pretty busy working on his book, Morris and Masonry. So that uh, from well, from the last time I talked to him, he's about to get ready that for that to get ready to be published in uh, maybe in September. So then he'll start back on the newspapers, and then we'd be getting those back out again, and also mm-hmm. papers okay. about the Eastern Star. So, uh, Indeed, indeed. All right, so um, let's get into the discussion for tonight. Uh, we talk about heaven and hell and its manifestations, essentially. Um, when we speak of heaven, heaven um, actually, um, in its English transliteration, is connected to the word haven, which symbolizes a safe place. Um, they both have its roots in um, ancient Kemet, or what is referred to as Tamarae or Tamari in the Metru Nature, um, in which that the word Anu or On means up there, or in particular, um, light or sun, all right? And the sun is a star. Now, you get the book called Gerald Massey's Lectures, and you go to page 220 down, it is quite possible and even apparent that the first form of the mystical seven was seen to be the figure in heaven by the seven large stars of the great bear. The constellation is signed by the Egyptians to the mother of time and of the seven elemental powers. All right. The Egyptians future use. Um, one that cannot get rid or out of. The Egyptians divide the face of the sky by night into seven parts. The primary heaven was sevenfold. The earliest form recognized in nature was reckoned as seven in nature. These being seven elements, devils or later divinities, seven um, proprieties was assigned to nature or properties, excuse me, with the signs of nature as matter, cohesion, fluxion, coagulation, accumulation, station, and division, and the seven elements or souls to man. A principle of the sevening, so to say, was introduced, and the number seven supplied a sacred type that could be used for manifold future purposes. Sevenin was then a recognizing mode of swearing, and sevenin is still a recognized mode of swearing with the esoteric Buddhists. The seven souls of the Pharaoh are often mentioned in the Egyptian text. All right. Um, the moon god Tahuti and the later um, sun god Ra expressed the seven nature power that was prior to himself and was summed up in him as his seven souls, of which he was the manifestator as the eighth one, right? This represents his seven powers, principles, breaths, or souls. The seven rays of the Chaldean, um, Hepatakit, or Ayo, which is a form of Tahuti or Hippocrates, which is Heru and Tahuti together, which is Heru Kahuti. Or the Gnostic stone indicates the seven souls, the seven stars in the right hand of Christ and revelations also have the same significance. 
This is a star with eight rays, which is found to be the symbol of Buddhism or of Buddha of the Assyria in Assyria, of Mithra, Mithra, and of the Christ in the catacombs of Rome. It was the symbol of the Gnostics of the seven souls, the perfect flower or star in which that was the Christ of the Gnostics. All right, this can be traced back to Egypt as the star of Sut Heru. All right. A very ancient form of the eight-ray star was a sign of noon, all right? Um, the associate god of Egypt, who was the seven Ali, or Ari, or companions of the children of the great mother, all right? So it goes on and says, the seven souls of principles in man was identified by, our, um, by the Druids. All right, but um, in the Hebrew, in the Kabbalah, um, they recognize a threefold soul, which is Nefesh, Ruach, and um, Neshama. The Nefesh is the breath of life, the anima, from the Egyptian Neph, Neph, for the breath. This is the quickening spirit of the embryo. The Ruach is said to um, enter. Um, at the age of 13 years and one day. Of course, that symbolizes the bar mitzvah for coming, becoming a man. Um, of course, we understand that upon the first breath, the, um, the ruach actually enters into the body. But they're talking about the manifestation or the activation of it. This is the soul and is adults, um, adults shift. The reproduction spirit reproduce, um, reproduce for reproduction at puberty. The third spirit or Neshama, is an intelligent soul which enters a man at 20 um, years of age if the deeds of his life are right. If not, he is unworthy of the Neshama. And the Nefesh and Ruach remains his only two souls. All right? Now that's the concept. It goes on that the third soul is able to go forth and hold spirit intercourse, leaving the body as an inert condition. This is the soul that can assume other shapes by the um, art of Melipa or the Gnostics of transformation. The fourth soul is restored to the good deity, Bora, and the attained immortality. Here is another instance. There is an ascending um, series. All right. And it goes up into um, seven. All right. So within the majority of those in which that understand Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, they always speak of the seven heavens and the seven hells. But they also speak of these seven heavens and seven hells first within man or within humanity. All right? Now, where is it located at? Well, based on the book, the Ankh, written by Nur Ankh Amen, Introduction by Hiro Shamaj, um, the husband of Queen Afua. Um, in the book, the Ankhamen states that the heaven in which that Christians, Muslims, and Jews speaks about, which is external of themselves, um, is actually within the ionosphere. All right, which is the first station. All right, some would say that is the astral plane or the dream world in which that you are able to communicate with your ancestors. Um, while still here in the physical, as well as where you go at once the cord or the civil cord or ecclesiastical cord um, is cut. 
all right? Hmm. Um, it's called the Ecclesiastical Chord because in the book of Ecclesiastes, it speaks about the civil chord, all right? Or etheric chord. But it says the word astro is derived from the Greek word astron, which means of the stars. The word was originally used to refer to the abode of the gods within the Greek, or all been knowing, or what we also refer to as the credence. But his meaning later grew to include other entities in other planes. The astral belief, um, the ancients believed that the astral world was the place populated by ethereal beings and angels, which of course angels is nothing more than the Hebrew terminology for the African ancestors, belonging to the higher hierarchy. Eventually, the term astral or astral plane became identified with the occult sciences and currently is um, considered a mysterious um, zone, cosmic zone in particular, as it is says to exist beyond our normal senses and our material perception. All right. Now, there's a good book that um, people can get is by What Happens After Death by um, um, McGean um, Gonzalez Whippler. Whippler, all right? Um, what happens after death and scientific and personal evidence for survival after death. Um, she got some of my information from the astral world and scenes, dwellers, and phenomena written by Swami Pachad Asi, all right? This is the true occult knowledge um, gives you practical power and strength. This is the Astral World book, all right, in which that he goes and he states that um, every student of the occultism, from the humblest beginner to the most advanced pupil, has a full realization of the wonders of this strange plane of being known as the Astral World. All right. Now, of course, the beginner um, just have glimpses. And once in a while, episodes of paranormal activities on which that takes place within the dream world, all right? Um, oftentimes, they can't explain it, all right? But even in the old or the oldest occult teachings, as well as the, um, the latest, um, it informs the student that there are seven planes of being. The lowest of the planes is that which is the third is that which is known as the astral plane, which is the emotional plane. The fourth is that which is known as the mental plane. Then you have the cultural plane, the um, spiritual plane, and the soul plane. But those three normally is beyond the occultist, you know, the average um, 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 occultist. You know, um, I should say... Um, neophyte it's not until you reach the adept occult level occultist level um in which that you begin to start understanding those planes um also all right so it goes on to say in the same regard about how the word astral is broken down all right um it says here the term astral is derived from the greek word meaning related to a star and was originally used to describe the heavens of the Greeks, the abode of their gods, all right? 
Now, it goes on further to say um, that you have to understand what this is. It's, it's, it, this, this is what it explains a little bit further. It says, um, a teacher often finds himself confused by the mention of regions of the astral plane and frequently find himself thinking of them in the sense of the heavens and hells of the old theology as defined a place in space. But these astral regions are nothing more than the vibratorial manifestations of the astral plane, which has no special reference to any set aside portion of space, which manifestation may or do occur at almost any point of space. The astral regions occupy the same space as the material region. Neither interferes with the other because we find out that they're superimposed upon each other. More from a analytical state, you have to understand that it's referring to the seven um, heavens would be what we refer to within the, I guess you could say, Rosicrucian teachings, the seven worlds, right? You have the world of God, which consists of the seven regions. You have the world of um, virgin spirits. The world consists of seven regions and is the abode of the virgin spirits where they have been differentiated into God before the pilgrimage through matter, all right, or the vehicles of man. Then you have the world of divine spirit consists of the seven regions and, and basically is the abode of the highest spiritual influence in man. That's what we call the divine spirit. Then you have the world of life spirit, which consists of seven regions and is the abode of the second aspect of the threefold spirit in man. This is what we just talked about, that the, um, the nephesh, the ruach, and the nephemah. Uh, that is what we just talked about from the Hebrew or Jewish traditional belief. That's talking about the life spirit. All right? And, and then you have well, a thought, which is the region of abstract thought, and it has seven regions, which contains the the um, germinal idea of form in material, plant, animals, and man. The sixth region of that region um, contains the um, germinal idea of life in plants, animal, and man. And then the fifth region contains the um, germinal idea of desire and emotions in animals and man. And is the abode of the third aspect of spirit in man. Right? Then you, under that, you have um, um, the region of concrete thought. Both of them is part of the world of thought, but the concrete thought now has the fourth region, which is um, contains the archetype force of the human mind. All right, it's the, um, the, the I guess you can say the focusing point through which that the um, spirit mirrors itself in matter. This is the ionosphere at this particular point of what we ref or what we are referring to. All right. Um, which is mentioned within the Unk book. Just keep all this in mind and I continue on. It's going to make some sense here. Then the third region is the archetype of desire and emotions. The second region is the archetype of universal vitality. Um, this is where we draw down um, our um, chi or prana or key energy from the uh, first region archetype of form. All right? Now, understand what we're talking about. All right? Now, 
Then you have the desire world, which has um, the seven regions of soul power. The sixth region is soul light. The fifth region is um, soul life, which is part of the attraction um, aspect. All right. Um, this is the when you get the um, the yin. All right. The fourth region feeling is the interest or the indifference, which is like the inertia point in between the yin and the yang. And then um, the third region wishes, um, the second region um, impressionability. The first region is passion and low desire, which is repulsion. So that's the yin and yang principle in between there. That is what you see in the Chinese principle of the circle and in between is the serpent coming up to separate the world. So actually the interest and the indifference, which is the fourth region, symbolizes um, the Kundalini um, aspect in one regard, which is part of the desire body of the desired world. Now, this is all Rosicrucian teachings now. I'm just trying to give you the understanding of this. All right, then you have the personality as it comes into the physical world, which is now you're de dealing with the etheric region. You have the seventh region, which is the reflecting um, ether, which is mental ether, or uh, which is memory of nature, which symbolizes um, the place where uh, you are able to gather immortality to begin your journey. Um, it is also the abode of your universal consciousness or what's called your life um, consciousness, which is also referred to as your Abdullah um, Madullah Magada, which is where your past lives are stored, as well as also your um, your photographic memory if you begin to start using that to a to a um, greater level. And that's all in the seven region of the reflecting ether or memory of nature. Right? This is um this is what happens. Um, this is what is called your your ba, all right, within um the ancient comedic teachings. All right, then you have the sixth region which is light ether, which is the medium of sense of perception. This is your ka which is your spirit. So ba is soul, um, ka is spirit. The fifth region is life ether, which is the medium for propagation, which is referred to as your aku. These are the three bodies that survive death. Your three etheric or vital body that survive death. All right. The fourth is the region um, chemical ether, which is the medium for assimilation and excretion. That is symbolic to the heart chakra. Then you have the third region, which is gas. Second region, which is liquid. The first region, which is solid. So when we speak about solid, liquid, and gas, we believe that that's the only part of the physical um, world or region there is. But you have the etheric region, which is part of the physical region also, which people don't understand, which you absorb um, prana energy down from particularly from the second region archetype of the universal vitality, which is the concrete thought down into the desire, desire world, down into your vital body, which is your etheric body. All right, your desire body is your astral body, which is your emotional body. All right, so as you heard me, I spoke about um, each of the seven worlds or heavens and the seven um impressions um upon each other they actually superimpose upon each other so really we spoke about 49 all right because seven times seven is 49 all right 
um, sectarian worlds, as we would say. So the physical matter is there's always plane of existence. And the ancient Gnostics or Essenes teach that the human body is the prison for the soul. Or in other words, the soul is entrapped or incarnated or imprisoned in the physical body. However, only temporarily. It is he who creates everything on earth for you and then direct his attention up to heaven and arrange it into seven regular heavens. He has knowledge of all things. This is from the Holy Quran, the second chapter, which is called uh, um, Bakra, which is the cow, the 29th ayah. Then he turns to heaven when it was smoke. In two days, he determined them as seven heavens and revealed in every heaven his mandate. This is the Holy Quran again, the 41st um, mm. surah and the 12th ayat. So the words heavens, which appears in many verses in the Quran, is used to refer to the sky above the earth, as well as to the entire universe and within you, known as your seven chakras or shankaras. Now, given this meaning of the word, it seems that the earth, sky, or the atmosphere is made up of seven layers. Now, y'all can go and check your damn uh, uh, um, um, geography <laughs> books. All right? You have the troposphere, which is the biosphere, which is the lower region. That's what we live on. You have the ozone sphere. All right? You have the stratosphere. You have the mesosphere. And you have the um, thermosphere and the ionosphere, which is part of the mag. Um, the magnetosphere, which extends 30 um, to 250 miles up, which is about 50 to 400 kilometers. And then you have the exosphere, which where the Van Allen belt is. These are the seven layers acting as a prison or prism, all right, which is the heaven or matrix in which that we live in, which melanin acts as a black hole to absorb and conduct and transfer all sound, electrical, magnetic, light, heat, radiation, waves, and the frequencies. All right? So um, ether is the classical word for the upper atmosphere. As the substance filling all space, inclusive of the volumes occupied by ordinary matter and serving to transmit those forces, which is gravitational energy, um, electrical energy, magnetic energy, which actually is one material object um, um, exerted on another located at a distance. This is what we just finished talking about. So in the Western occult traditions, the ether is described as the innermost of the seven bands around the earth, penetrating deep into the planet and reaching to a certain height into the atmosphere as we just talked about. According to the ancient Hindu philosophy and cosmology, Akasha is one of the names in which that it is on the, uh, uh, in fact, one of the seven recognized states of consciousness or states of matter. Hmm. All right. So whereas we in the West perceive and recognize matter in three forms, which is solid, liquid, and gases, as we just spoke to, spoke about, the ancient Hindu writers states emphatically that there is also ether or akasha. And that there is not merely one form of ether, but four different levels of it, as we spoke about just now and broke it down for you. Thus giving you a total of seven levels on which exists, exist, um, existence is possible. All right? And the sun 
refuse all of that. Yes. The physical plane is where we dwell currently. Out of body is the etheric plane. Higher than the etheric plane is the lower astral emotional plane, um, also called the plane of force, is the astral plane. Then you have the higher emotional plane. Above that is the mental plane. And at certain unseen levels, the planes become so expansive that it is interplanetary. Thus, uh, um, 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 would be the causal, next the spiritual, and finally the most fine body, which is the soul, which is God. With the soul body, one can travel to the universe. Okay, this is what we're talking about here. All right? Now, you can make that into your heaven, or you can make that into your hell, your choice. Exactly, exactly. That's your choice. If you take with you after you leave this physical form and that cord is cut, which is called your etheric or uh, um or silver cord, and you leave here with the frustration, guilt, anger, hatred, fear, jealousy, envy, hatred, you know shit. You just leave with everything, then that will produce for you your hell. One of the best movies as I always talk about is what dreams may come. Robin Williams. Cuba Gooden Jr. Go and watch this movie. That's the best film to ever be produced to show you what we're talking about. All right? So these seven planes or atmospheres or heavens or density levels or cosmic zones, realms, dimensions, they're all talking about actually deceit or the vital centers called the seats or your chakras, the seats of light, shankaras, which in man there's seven seats or chakras. Some has nine, some have 12 that they're developing, but the masses have seven. <clears throat> and these seven seats of man are related to the seven physical senses, which are in tune with the seven heavens. All right? Within your physical body, you have the crown chakra, which is the mental uh, force field of your pineal gland, which has your pineal gland, looks like a pine cone, also shaped like the head of your penal gland, which is the head of your phallus on your penis for the brothers. Um, for the sisters, look the same as the head of your clitoris. All right? As the penis is nothing but a long um, clitoris in which that was produced by way of the 28 missing material, 28% missing yeah. material. Um, that 28 missing material is what formed us to become men and elongate the clitoris to form to become um, the penis, which is the magic wand, which is the magic stick, which has, um, just like you have a flash drive or you have a um, USB port or you have... Um, thumb drive or whatever you want to refer to it as. Once it sticks, once this stick is input into the computer or into the database, which would be the vagina, um, between the two, you get the message or the communication. You're able to download or upload. All right, that's the same thing with life. Um, you're now able to download a guy or a goddess if the information is proper and correct. In sex magic, you're able to upload if your minds are 
together on um, a particular subject in order to manifest what you want, all right? Because it's being coming from the from from that upload. So your crown chakra symbolizes that mental force field of the pineal gland. Then it comes down to the um, eternal bliss, as it is also described, the spark of Heya, which means life, um, the guardian angel being, um, the spirit and soul thought um, formed, the emotions are manifested, and then the force between voluntary and involuntary action. All that correlates to the planes that we talked about, which is the union with your higher self, uh, which is called Allah or Elo or El Elo um, or God, um, the spinal column, which is symbolized the divine reality, your chakras, the seats, which is divine truth, your mental, your spiritual, and the forces, in which they all correlate um, down to the seven chakras in the human being as related to the seven physical senses, as we stated, which are in tune with the seven heavens. Hmm. All right? Now, we also refer to it as the crown chakra or the um, coronial crown or chakra shankara located at the top of the head. You have the brow or the frontal chakra located um, at the space between the eyebrows and above. Actually, you have six more above um, that uh, one matter of fact, that is called the false sephira, uh, which is called the spirit doth, which is the spirit of knowledge in which that is spoken of. So it can be false knowledge um, in that if you utilize it for the wrong purposes. So it has to be taught and trained to you how to use that particular um, focal or chakra point. It's better to use the one upward towards the um, where the Hindus wear the red dot at or the bindu um, dot. All right, which is above the um, eyebrows and the um, located in the space above the eyebrows. All right, then you have the throat or larynxal chakra, uh, which is activated um, your thyroid gland, parathyroid glands. Uh, like we said, the brow chakra is active for the pituitary gland, and the crown chakra is the pineal gland. So for the throat or larynxal chakra, that's located at the front of the throat. Then you have the heart or cardiac chakra which is located over the heart, uh, which is actually the thymus gland, which used to pump, um, just like the heart, all right? Um, then you have the navel or umbilical chakra, which is also connected um, to uh, what we refer to as the sacral chakra, located at the, ner um, at the navel, um, all right? Which actually is, uh, that particular one is located more so at the solar plexus. Right, but it's called the navel umbilical chakra. But if you go further down, that's actually the solar plexus. Down further is the navel, or what we refer to as the umbilical chakra, which is located or connected to the sacral bone chakra, which is at the base of the back of the spine, which is a downward triangular shape um, uh, where the Kundalini resides at. Then you have the root chakra or base chakra, which is located at the base of the spine. Um, actually, it also is the perineum area, which is located and connected to that too. All right, so the chakras or seats is the faculty that God has bestowed upon man um, senses to help him stay in tune with the spiritual world. All right, there is the the ears, all right, but not the physical ears for hearing, but the ears for inner hearing, which is called clear audience. Right, there's the there's the eye, but not the physical eyes for seeing, but the eye 
for inner seeing, which is the third eye, all right, which above the third eye is a, um, if you get the book, Neutricized by uh, Layla Africa, Dr. Layla Africa, on page 15, he shows you that the brain being blown up to the equivalent size of a car. And above the pineal gland is the fourth eye, which is the eye of Heru, which is a galaxy-like cloud hovering over top, which we refer to as the internal nubiru, or nebiru, or nebhiru, which means the golden light, All right? Um, this name was actually the attribute to the inner seeing, which is by the elders, um, you know, known as the 24 elders, which is the 12 pair of cranial nerves that sits around the pineal gland. Once that, um, you receive that enlightenment of the spark of the Kundalini, it lights up that whole third ventricle with white light, right? Now, that inner eye is known as clairvoyance, right? Then you have um, clairsentience, clairgestance, it's like chemistry, right? These are the highest senses of the five senses in which that we work with on an everyday basis, all right? Now, we know that the ancient Egyptians identified with the third eye. That's where you see the serpent raising out of the tiara of the crowns of uh, the pharaohs and pharaohs and those of the royal family, right? And it's referred to as the sleeping serpent. But when it sparks and hit the pineal gland, the Kundalini awakens. Um, so the Kundalini itself is Kundalini Shakti. And it awakens Kundalini, Kundalini Shiva, which is actually Osa, all right, in ancient comedic teachings, or Metunetra. Kundalini Shakti is Osset, all right? That's where you get the term Holy Spirit from. And it's connection to the Holy Breath, because the Holy Breath is what raises the Holy Spirit. So hence... The two are interchangeable. This is where you get the Holy Ghost from, mentioned within um, the Bible also. The Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, Holy Breath, all that is one and the same. All right? And as it comes up, it awakens Osar. Osar is the, is the God who is half asleep or is dead in the pineal gland. That is the soul embedded inside of the pineal gland. Its function um, somewhat but you have not realization, you have you have no realization of this sleeping principle within you, this powerful force, in which that uh, when your crown chakra is open, is one thousand times more powerful than the rest of your chakras. The rest of your chakras comes to the number of one hundred and forty-four when you add those up, the other six chakras. But then the crown chakra has one thousand lotus petals. So when you take one hundred and forty-four in times uh, 1,000, all right, hmm. it comes to 144,000, all right, which symbolizes um, the 144,000 crystal-like particles in your body, in which that when you absorb the sunlight through your melanin, goddamn, you become a force to be reckoned with. This is when your powers turn on, in which that we just made mention of, which is called um, your higher senses. Remind me of right? the movie Luffy. Right, exactly. This is the sleeping power that one must strengthen. So when the third eye is used, the whole body, the whole entire body is consumed with light, meaning the etheric body and the physical body alike are attuned with each other because now this light has become impressed upon you. This is because you're a melanated being. You're able to um, absorb these light frequencies as we talked about. This is mentioned in Luke 
um, um, 11.34, John 1, 5, Psalms 1, 19, 18, um, Matthew 6.22. Okay? This is what's going on. So throughout the scriptures, references are made to the third eye, not the physical eyes, because your two physical eyes um, can see what's going on on the material plane. But it's your third eye, when you close your eyes at night, that your third eye becomes activated that allows you to see the impressions of everything that's on the physical plane in the etheric or astral plane or higher planes of existence in which that we just spoke of. Remember, the ionosphere is where the ancestors go to after they leave the physical body. That's the, that's the first place um, that we go to. Um, scientists have even studied under a microscope that electrons um, make a 360-degree rotation, and then as they make that 360-degree rotation, they go out of sight, even with the most powerful uh, microscope. And then, obviously, they make another 360 degrees rotation elsewhere. Then it reappears back into the 360-degree rotation that the scientists can see. So that means that that is symbolic to reincarnation, that if you don't escape Earth velocity, which is 7.83 hertz, all right, which is the Earth resonance, um, resonance, which is called the Schumann resonance, then you must come back here again. This is symbolic to what the ancient Egyptians did with the heart being weighed against the feather. Mm. If your heart is heavy, which means that if it's trapped, um, those desires is trapped within the fourth, um, within the four devils, which is the four lower chakras, the heart chakra, the solar plexus, the um, navel chakra, and the root chakra, and you have not allowed for the heart to ascend into the throat chakra, the third eye, and the crown chakra, which is your immortal body, which is called your baka and aku, then God damn it, you gotta get, you got to take, you gotta come back here again. You gotta do this shit again. All right, that is karma. You gotta do this again. All right, that's what's going on. All right, so um, this is the power that resides within every one of us, every man, every woman that lies dormant, waiting for the proper channels to be activated, which is called your meridians, your nadi, so that this power can become activated. This is the power that must be exercised through meditation, proper diet, um, which, of course, you do your thing, um, discipline, um, and certain daily rituals, right, um, which is your breathing meditations. Actually, the best thing is your breath, right, this, um, your yin Chi energy and your yawn chi energy. In the mornings upon awakening, you should breathe in for um, a count of four, hold it for four, breathe in again for four, and then breathe out for eight. And you will feel the energy being stored right below your navel chakra, which is called your lower dantian or your lower heaven. At night, you will breathe in for a count of 10. All right? Breathe out for four. Hold it for four. Breathe out for four again. All right? And that energy also will come down from the top lip down the front channel, what is called the conceptual or, uh, um, um, or what is called functional channel, down once again to right below the belly button, about two fingers right below the belly button, in which that once again you store this energy. So it's the balance of you mastering the yin and yang principle. All right? When you're out of whack, based on if you're too active, too, your mind is too active, then you have to slow it down with the yin breath. If you're not active enough, then you have to speed up 
with the young breath. Understand your body. Understand the mentality in which that is taking place. Right? The alternate nostril breath technique called onuma valoma. You breathe, you close your right nostril and breathe in for a count of four. You close both nostrils for a count of 16. Then you breathe through your right nostril for a count of eight. Then you alternate back and forth. This activates both hemispheres of the brain, the left and right hemisphere of the brain, with the middle brain, in which that sets off dendrites and synapses in order to give you a higher awareness and frequency and to end high blood pressure, diabetes, all these problems in which that niggas are suffering with. <laughs> right? So this is the power that must be exercised. All right? Then the tunes you with your natural supreme state in which that man was created. Then there's the inner heart, not the physical heart, the alkabit, in which that pumps the blood. That's, you know, the physical heart pumps the blood that circulates around the body, but the inner heart, which is the seat of the inner systems, called the alkabit or cupid, Q-U-B-T, or cupid, or cupid, all right? That particular inner heart is where it says that Allah resides, according to the Sufis, that um, Allah is closer to you than your juggler vein. That's mentioned in the Holy Quran. All right? So we know that even within the 101s, it tells you uh, where is Allah located at, um, Brother L? Allah is located within you. Right. It says in the heart. By itself. Right. Now, the heart can be... Right, the heart is this inner heart that I'm talking about, on which that actually is not just related to the physical heart, but to that seed atom, which connects with what is called the silver cord or that um, etheric cord, which is connected to that right, believe the right ventricle um, um, in the heart, all right, on the right side of the heart. And that seed connects um, that etheric cord. Right, and that is what we're talking about here, in which that stems up through the pineal gland where the soul is embedded at. So, really, upon activation of both when they are in rhythm with, um, with each other, is what sets off the immortal body, activates the immortal body. All right, so, um, understand that there's distinct and um, intricate moves of vibrations that's what these planes are woven into each other so uniquely that one cannot determine where one plane begins and the other ends right nothing in creation really rests everything you hear taste smell etc vibrates so the nat the nature um of, of this mood or vibration ranges from very high and fast which is symbolic to the um violet light purple light, white light, gold light, to very slow and low, which is the red light, which is part of Roy G. Biz. All right, so red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. These are the seven planes of heavens. Also, within you, the lowest and the slowest in the material or physical plane, while the fastest and highest is the plane where one is um, in total union and bliss with God. All right? Um, that's the bosom of God that is mentioned within uh, the Holy Bible, all right? Understand that. 
right? So these seven heavens or planes are divided into three worlds um, 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 within the Hebrew. So the worlds that I just told you within the Rosicrucian now become summarized within um, the Islamic or our Islam, uh, which is actually the mystical side of our Islam, which is Sufism. These realms of Lahut, which is the realm of God, Malakut, which is the realm of the angelical beings, and Nasut, which is the realm of the mortal beings or the or man. All right, man means mind, um, incarnated, which includes woman, also. Mm-hmm. All right, so these seven planes of heavens also, like you said, had seven subplanes, on uh, which you are able to see by the um the seven subplanes of the material world or plane. All right. All right now, now understand what each one of these worlds govern. The material or physical um, plane is the governor of the cardinal desire. This is the um, physical or material plane human beings dwell on. It's partly made up of solid, liquid, and gases. Um, if you feel that everything that exists exists only on this physical plane, meaning that nothing extra exists outside of this plane, you're wrong. You're wrong. All right, mm-hmm. there's still much to be discovered on this plane. All right, we know that. Scientists are finding strange animals and animals um every day. Right? Now, the plane of force is the force between voluntary and involuntary action, which correlates to um sympathical and centrifugal force, um insulation, exhalation of the breath, which is dealing with etheric. Well, it's also um, the voluntary and involuntary nervous system, what is called parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. So the, we know that the nerves is what moves this electrical magnetic energy through the body or this chi or chi energy or prana through the body. All right? So the plane of force and the material plane works together in perfect harmony. Um, if this were not true, then the cycle of nature would not be um, basically completed so perfectly and faithful every year. All right, so this plane is largely composed of etheric duplicates of objects on the physical plane, or what is called counter um, counterparts. So the etheric um, refers to the spiritual part of you, as above, so below, as within, so without. Right? Now, really, there's no distance or um, temperature, season, day, night. It is um, not very subject to gravitation. And um, you can tell that because in your dreams, you can fly. You can move mountains. You can um, do all these types of elaborate things that you couldn't. Right. You know, that you can do all these elaborate things that you couldn't do here physically on this plane, at least not until you have gathered enough prana or chi energy to do do these types of things. Mm-hmm. And which that the only place right now that you can learn how to do these things, all right, is within the African culture by studying um, Palomayombe and different um, other Congo um, rituals and ceremonies and arts. Um, you used to be able to um, find it within the Yoruba, um, the Ifa or the Akan, all right, Budan, all right. Um, the Chinese has it, in which that is. Um, referred to as um, Qigong, you know, um, and Denmark. All right? So understand that 
there's places in which that you can still find how to do these things. All right? So you must study these particular arts. All right? And leave the ego out of it because the ego is what transforms you into becoming uh, one possessed. Um, if you're not right, if your third eye is not um, correct, then you become possessed at the second and um, first and second chakra by way of your medulla oblongata, which is reptilian portion of the brain in particular, or your brainstem, which is called the all complex. And people will know that you are connected to, or that these demons overshadow you, and um, you know from the um, first and second overtone level of the astral plane because your eyes would change into um, reptilian. So you don't want to have an ego going into studying these arts just for the sake of getting power. Right. You want to be able to go into these arts understanding that you want to become the greatest that you can become, not greater than someone else. You're trying to become greater than someone else, your monkey ass will get possessed. Tell you straight up. All right? So don't fuck around with this. You know, what I'm telling you is the pure facts. All right? Now understand what I'm telling you. Because everybody who studied the occult, metaphysics, and esoteric sciences will agree with what I'm telling you. Whether it's Brother Bobby Hammett, whether it's um, Baba Phil Valentine, whether it's Dr. Derek Blair. We have to move beyond the ego, which is the lowest self. Right. If you take and raise your lower self into your higher self with the same impressions, the same fears, the same um, attitudes, behavior, the same nonsense, the same lust, greed, jealousy, envies, and hatreds, then you will have illusions of grandeur, and your monkey ass will get possessed. <laughs> This is the nonsense that you see. The nonsense that you see taking place now in the so-called conscious community. A lot of these niggas out here now teaching. I'm telling you, they possess because they got illusions of grandeur. They just ain't come out and tell you yet that they think they um that they're the only Jesus Christ on the planet. <laughs> but that they're the only God. And you got to worship me. They ain't come out and do that yet. But don't worry, you're going to start seeing it. I already see the pattern. Because a lot of them don't have teachers. And y'all are listening to these clowns. Mm-hmm. See, I had teachers. I've been doing this for 30 years. I ain't just come walking up out of nowhere after reading one book. Right. I practice this shit daily. Having to be able to control the ego enough so that when the Kundalini lifts or ascends, you won't get those paralysis uh, um, that we're talking about. All right. I'm not asking nobody to worship me. I don't have nowhere to take you except to yourself. 
for God exists within you. That's what I've been teaching from day one. Ask anybody who know me back in the 90s, in the early 80s, well, late 80s, in the early 90s. There's people right now who've been to my classes back in the um, 80s. And they'll tell you that I've been teaching the same thing since day one. All right. So this never changed. And that's how you know that you have someone that you can listen to is because they have the least amount of conflicting information. People who contradict themselves often in their lectures, these are the individuals that you should not be listening to. Notice how many of these lecturers out now contradict themselves. All right, and I'm not talking about, you know, maybe, you know, mess up on a word here or um, um, mm -hmm. said a, you know, a word here or what. I'm not just talking about like that. I'm talking about, um, I'm talking about ideology. That's what I'm talking about, ideology. All right, so the plane of force is governed by a force called attraction, and it's all around us. This is where we get the law of attraction from. It's as much part of our makeup as the material plane. Right, you're not able to um, detect it because your senses are not conditioned. All right, only way you can get them conditioned once again is by practicing your breath techniques, meditation. However, beyond the subplane or etheric doubles of the plane of force is a vast reservoir of forces which very few of us have knowledge of. These forces control the forces that result in what we now know to be nature, hence Mother Nature or Metu Nature. All right, so the higher forces can also be held accountable for the many so-called wonders and supernatural, which is the miraculous things that take place here. If you are able to absorb enough crown or chinky energy, then you can become wonderful and supernatural and have these um, supernatural phenomenons um, to take place all the time on a material plane. And none of this shit will become, you know, um, um, like surprising to you. You just know that you walk in faith and that all this shit just has to be because you said it in your mind. And that's what it is. The lowest force consists of ordinary forces of energy like um, heat, light, attraction, electricity, etc. But the higher forces are those forms of energy which are finer. This gives man's and, um, um, nature vitality and the ability to grow and reproduce. This vital force which sits um, or sets life on the physical into motion and is possible for growth and reproduction is called the nafish, all right, which means the spirit or the spark of life, which actually is the breath itself. The Hindus call it prana, and in um, the Hebrew is called nafish, which means breath. So every action and reaction of growth and reproduction is a result from the life force, hence the breath. And this takes us to the spirit plane where emotions are manifest, right? So what is the spirit plane? It's called the astral plane or the emotional plane, really. It is the plane where you decide whether you move to a higher plane or burn out your desires for the physical material lower plane, right? This is what happens. So when you exhaust all individuality, such as pride, conceit, greed, envy, hunger, fear, hate, 
jealousy, just to name a few. This is also the plane of judgment by which humans are judged by sins rather than for them. In other words, you took your guilt with you as you left here. You never changed. Your personality mm. remains the same on the astral plane. So if you're the same hate, um, hateful nigga here, you're going to be the same hateful nigga there. Mm. All right? So this plane decides your permanent destination. This is, becomes your heaven or your hell that we're talking about. Because there's a mental conditioning. The human beings who have strong love for the physical plane will greatly desire rebirth into the physical lower plane. So one cannot be directly the from the... Huh? Go ahead, brother. They're still living in the past. They're taking their past right. with them they, and try to live the present. They know? have those... And you can't do right, that. Right, they have those... Right, you can't do that. But this is the attachments that these Negroes will have. All right? So one cannot pass directly from the physical plane to the spirit plane. Um, your deeds determine whether or not you proceed or recycling incarnation, processing a human form. So the spirit body, which is the shell of the soul, houses itself on the spirit plane. The spiritual body may continue to live for the extended amount of years depending on the spiritual status of that person. In other words, a thousand years is a day unto the Lord. So your spirit body will live a thousand years, but then your monkey ass will have to incarnate again. <laughs> <laughs> or what appears to be a thousand years. Okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to be a bearer of bad news for the next. But this is the plane where you can become God by taking responsibilities. All right? This means you have to be accountable for your deeds, ways, and actions. This is what the 42 laws of Maya was really for, so that you can recite them on a daily basis so that you can make your heart lighter than the feathers. In other words, it was a form of positive decrees, affirmations, mantras, hakao, hesis. That's what this was about. All right? So you have to take responsibility and not be, you know, wondering about, you know, about if you need to or not. How you, you know, um, how do you know after you die that you're going to go to a higher life? Can you prove it? Of course. We just spoke about it in many ways. But scientists have already proven it. They said 70 grams of weight is alleviated upon death. They weigh the physical body at death, and 70 grams of weight leaves the physical body. Now, of course, we understand that the only thing that happens in which that when you die is that you stop breathing. So that means upon death, the breath leaves the physical body, which is the, which your soul rises upon the breath, and it's the 70 grams in which that leaves, which is that weight, which is your breath itself, in which that goes into the atmospheres that we spoke about, in particular the ionosphere. Water vapors, as it is referred to as, is the emissions of ghosts upon planet Earth, those who got trapped or earthbound. You can see them as water vapors or ghosts. They're earthbound. But those water vapors that go into, as we say, the light, which is symbolic actually to the ionosphere 
going into, if you escape Earth's velocity, then you can go to Sirius, the brightest star in the sky, where so-called black, brown, red people, um, souls derived from. Or the Orion constellation, which is um, which is um, called heaven. The word Orion comes from the word Uranios, which means heaven. Uranos means heaven within the Greek terminology. That's where you also have the word Uranus um, also as a planet. All right? So understand what is going on. Right? That same... 70 grams that leaves the physical body is also part of the emissions of your electrons. So upon the breath is water vapor and electrons and different other um, chemical compositions in which that made up the physical bodies or that 70 grams. The ionosphere is not just the heaven. That would be actually the place in which that for those who do not make it outside of Earth velocity, of gravitational pull, is purgatory within the Catholic belief system. Because heaven will actually be the Sirius and Orion constellation. Orion in particular um, is where the stars are born, what is called the Orion Nebula. And it's a known fact that the stars are born from out of the Orion Nebula. You too would go to be born there once again to become a star up in the sky. As a matter of fact, the scientists on quantum physicists states that more than 90% of your physical body is composed of stardust energy. Uh-huh. So you are a walking, living star, even in this physical body. You just don't know it. You don't know how to handle it. You don't know how to handle because nobody told you there's a manuscript for this. Only to ten percent of your brain, you know, ninety percent right. stardust. You know, exactly. you know, a lot of us will die. You know, go to our go to our graves, and not even use the the other you know the other eighty uh, percent uh, of our brain capabilities. Exactly. And this is what uh, what the movie Lucy was about. You know, exactly because as soon as one gives up the desire for the material things of this world. That person becomes free to travel the planes at will. If one masters these desires of the physical plane and is pure of heart, then one can visit and ascend to the spiritual plane or the soul plane as we refer to it as within the Holy Quran Circle. However, one cannot pass directly from the physical to the spiritual. The spiritual body differs from the physical body in that it gives, um, that it lives longer. But even the spiritual body is not immortal. All right? That, that is... Um, the lower aspect of from the soul body, really, you want to know the truth of it, all right? Um, you have the Ka body, which is um, is the spiritual body that is referring to, all right? Then you have the lower, um, that's the highest. Then you have the lowest um, Ka body, which is the etheric body. This is what this one is really referring to here, that it finally disintegrates and also resolves into the original elements, which is called, it returns to the realm of form. That energy is what um, Qigong masters um, use to absorb into themselves, which is called the chi or ki or prana energy. 
But when one ascends, the physical body appears to be in slumber, in a dreamlike state or in a trance. Um, this is the time when the spirit body can act freely upon the physical body, drawing the spirit and the soul outwards. All right, during these hours of sleep, it is quite easy to ascend. All right, and this is what's called out of body experience. Um, um, in a traumatic experience, it can become what is called near-death experience, all right? So this is what can take place, all right? So we know that being well-disciplined, a person can actually achieve a state of perfection and is able to ascend to the, um, to the soul plane uh, without dying, right? Um, they were selected in the mystery schools, all right? Um, of course, the Bible speaks about those, um, Enoch, who walked with God and was not seen again. Elijah was taken up into the heavens by a flaming chariot, which is referring to as the Makaba within the um, Hebrew. The word Makaba means light vehicle. Um, um, even Muhammad was taken up into the seven heavens on the night of the um, Al Mirage. And the word Mirage, of course, is an illusion, which symbolizes the journey by night. All right, in which that allegedly his entire body, soul, and spirit was taken up from Mecca to the sacred, um, um, to um, from Mecca, uh, um, to visit uh, the sacred land of Jerusalem and pass through a time tunnel, um, with this beast called the Baruch, which is a white lightning, um, um, beast. But this beast was supposed to be made of different, um, animal um, parts, in other words, animated spirit, and this animated spirit was nothing more than a Kundalini energy in which that took him up into his seven heavens, which is through his seven chakras, all right, which lifted him up to the seven planes or heavens where he was initiated into this, um, uh, the spiritual mysteries of the human soul, the secrets of life and death, um, heaven and earth. This is all symbolic. It's mentioned in the Quran on 17.1, but this is actually symbolic to your um, ascension, all right? Because we understand that um, the story of Muhammad was allegorical, right? This is mentioned within the third chapter of Ingram, the family, in which that speaks about that portion of this Quran is allegorical, and only those who have knowledge given by way of Allah, those would, you know, they're the ones who have understanding. You know, but those who want to pervert, you know, the biblical aspects would try to do so by making it um, literal. Or historical, right. and this is what's going on right now with these various Negro groups, right? The Nation of Islam, in particular, right? And and this is what's going on, all right. So, um, this I, I want to speak about this too, because there's children being born with the buried theory gland, um. Others have part of this socket and well, others have none. All right, Dr. York speaks about this. Um, and, and I wanna, you know, speak about it also is that this is one of the glands in which that helps us bypass or merge the lower self into the higher self and the lust, greed, jealousy, and envy, all these particular things. If you have your berry gland, which is about an inch under the, um, the throat area, you take your thumb at the base of your um, chin and put it under your chin, uh, right at the front tip of your thumb, you will feel like a like what appears to be bald. 
a bull. All right. This is the berry berry gland. Now, also spoken um, about a particular gland within the body is no uh, Dr. Deborah Blair speaks about what's called the epiphany gland, referred to within the Sanskrit teachers as the talu gland. All right, and y'all can go and do the research on what I'm talking about. All right, um, that gland is like a mound, and in the center of that mound is a hole in which that leads up into the um, the third ventricle where the pineal gland is. Um, certain meditation techniques will cause the pineal gland to um, release the milk and honey, which is called chrysum, which is a sweet substance in which that will come through um, that hole into your mouth in which that if you swallow can actually rejuvenate your cellular structure. But you only obtain this, this is what we refer to as penoline um, in conjunction with DMT, right, which is spirit molecule. All right, this is what this is all talking about. All right, now, if you have the berry-theory gland, if you have um, the mound, all right, Dr. Deborah Blair said that the mound is the trait of the men, the men who actually are the gods, the gods. Um, is a remnant of, a, of, the, of the gland of the gods. He said if a woman has it, he don't know if she's blessed or cursed. Well, we know that the word blessed also means um, blood sacrifice, but don't know if it's a good thing or a negative thing, all right? Because oftentimes, um, if a woman has it, it's something to wish that isn't the best thing for her emotional body in some regards, all right? And I'm seeing... Uh, more and more women with this particular gland. Dr. Deborah Blair said he didn't think um, there was too many women with it, but I'm seeing um, over the years um, many women with this particular gland. It's not necessary for a woman to have this gland, though. But if she does, it would be good that she learn how to meditate in order to learn how to master it. All right? But I am seeing more um, brothers and sisters with the berry theory gland, and which that Dr. York um, um, Al spoke about, in which that um, he states, however, that for all the people who are worthy of returning home when the angelical beings come for their children, the berry gland would be reinserted in the lower part of the chin called the submental area. So for those who have that, then that's who you are. You are the children of the Anunnakians, all right? Um, and of course, Nubiru is supposed to be coming, but Nubiru itself is once again because there's nothing going to come for you um, into this um, into this um, dismal crypt, um, as referred to it as, or into this um, murky ether. Okay, as the Holy Quran makes mention of, right? Holy Quran Circle Seven, that is. So we understand is that you have to go to it. And that means that you have to activate the fourth chakra, which is the internal nubiru, in order to have any connection to the external nubiru, a nebhiru. Right? So you must first activate your golden light, which is that sun disk around the top of your head, like the ancient masters did, which is the production of DMT and pinoline flowing through your body on a consistent basis, not just at birth and at death. 
in which that uh, Rick Stratman um, speaks about within DMT, the spirit molecule in his book, that the average person only has it during those times. So upon death, um, a large amount of flow of the remaining DMT flows um, um, at that time in order to give you um, escape velocity if you have the conscious um, consciousness enough so that you can bypass the, um, the will of law, as we would say in that regard, which is a part of karma, in order to go into other um, planes of existence, dimensions, density, levels, or realms, or uh, cosmic zones. All right, if you do not, then really it just gives you the ability to um, be on the astral plane for a longer period of time, like you said, um, the remaining. So if you die at 70, then the remaining of the 1,000 years would be, be that 930 um, years um, of the 1,000 years would be remain there on the astral plane, then you would reincarnate here. Now on Earth, the reincarnation will only take place if you come back within the same um, race, um, you know, then it would take only about two years in physical life. But on the astral plane, there's no time in that regard. Time is less limited, but it would appear to be as if it's a thousand years unto the Lord, as they would say. Okay? So um, if you come back into a different culture, then you will come back within five years of reincarnation. Now, reincarnation, the cycle can be broken. If you do your breathing exercises and understand the different states of consciousness, We've gone over this many times before, interpersonal consciousness, intrapersonal consciousness, life consciousness, subconsciousness, superconsciousness, magnetic consciousness, and infinite consciousness. All these conscious states can be bridged by you breathing properly. You want to go into infinite consciousness and escape earth velocity, then you have to breathe, learn how to breathe one breath a minute, which is 30 um, seconds in, 30 seconds out. All right, so this is just part of what we're talking about here. All right, so... Um, Let's go to the mental plane, all right? Um, we continue on here. Um, the mental plane is where thoughts are formed and individuality is given up because the soul and the spirit are outgrown. Um, evolution, or excuse me, not evolution, but I guess you can say um, elevation cannot be made to the mental plane unless one dies or has given up the physical life. At this point, when one lose the um, spirit and soul, he is no longer able to determine or complete any account for or against himself. This is because there is no self. One has taken the ultimate step, and from this point on, he has burned out desires. All right, so the fourth plane is also referred to as the angelic plane, um, or what's called Malkut, which is the realm of the angelical beings, right? Malkut is a pathway where spirit beings um, come into the gateway through the vortex. Angels vibrate on this realm and start going up higher where the spirit beings reach the fourth realm or density. Then they decide to come to the physical plane and human beings are caught on the first, second, and third, all right, which is your world, which is the, actually what they refer to as the third dimension, right? And um, we appear to be third dimensional beings but yet we really are ninth dimensional beings and actually um, potential. But we're actually, those who have curly, curly hair 
actually a fourth dimensional beings, and we're actually getting ready to make the quantum leap into the fifth dimension, which is dealing with energy. The fourth dimension deals with time or space or depth, which is part of the third dimension, which is length, width, and height. Right? So um, those who have straight hair are those locked into the third dimension. Those who have curly hair, which is like on the back of the antennas of the old TVs, which is the home antennas, uh, which is nine ether hair, um, as we speak of, um, they are the ones who are actually fourth dimensional beings already. Right? So actually, um, the fourth dimensional beings um, on the planet Earth are being held down um, by third dimensional um, beings. Right, this is what Dr. Um, Baba Phil Valentine was talking about, um, like um, lockdown cold transmissions. All right, we're locked down, all right, so that we can't transmit um, higher frequencies based on our belief system and our me mental um, apparatus, you know, of us believing that, you know, that we're victims, that, you know, that we can't get out of this situation, that this is hopeless and helpless. All right. Even if you feel like that, you better learn how to fake it till you make it. Put them goddamn positive thoughts in your head. And make this a, a, a reality for yourself. Right. But that's but this is all this realm is. This realm is part of the hologram or or, or what's called a holographic universe. Right. Right. Just simulation that you really in. This is what is meant by um, Francis Bacon through William Shakespeare, who states that this world is merely a, um, a stage, and you're merely an actor um, in this play. Right. It's a song, yeah. You know, so understand that. All right. So um, when you reach the mental plane, there's no longer a question about one's destiny. One already knows. Um, that you're on the right path, and from the hint, fourth, one is in a total state of mind, which is shared or united with every living thing. So all forms of lower individuality are entirely dissolved, non-existent. One realizes the bliss or that ultimate love because there is no longer separate individual ideas to separate. This is where right now you can experience that if you just combine the right and left hemisphere of your brain. You want to know the truth for the matter. But because we've been taught to be so goddamn linear, as Brother L said, most people only use 10% of their brain. The other 90% goes unused. Just like yeah. most people only use 10% of their DNA, the other 90 goes unused, which is called junk DNA. And it's a known fact that scientists said that we can only see 10% of the, of the um, universe because the other 90% is made up of what is called dark matter and black energy. But remember, your melanin is in the image and after the likeness of God. Therefore, your melanin is in the image of black energy and dark matter. This is what gives you this pigment or coloration. All right? What are you supposed to do with it? You're supposed to absorb light. Part of um, the visible light spectrum is what is made up of the rest of the entire of the universe, which is about 10% or so, in which that um, the other 90% is the dark matter and the black energy. Hence, give you the totality of the 100%. Hence, just like you can use 100% usage of your brain, if you just tap in and realize um, the, the other 
that that really what you want to do is learn how to breathe properly. And like we said, um, the breath technique would be the um, various ones that we may mention here. In particular, the one breath technique, would you breathe in for 30 seconds and out for 30 seconds? That's ultimately how you will reach infinite consciousness, which is the bosom of Allah or the bosom of God or which is mentioned in the um, Bible. I mean, all these different things are somewhat spoken there. You know, we just have to realize what um, the various keys are. All right, so um, this is also we'll be tuning into the plane or the, uh, or the mental plane. This is the plane where man and mind meet. All right? This revelation was given to man from the fourth plane. All right? What makes Melchizedek able to communicate with the higher forces is the angelical forces in him that are double that of the normal man. All right? So you can be Melchizedek. You can reach 720 degrees of knowledge, information, and wisdom. Mm-hmm. All right? We can reach that by overstanding, understanding, you know, or just standing. <laughs> just leave those third dimensions and the dimensional values behind, you know. You want to hold on to that third dimension values. And you can't bring that with you into the fourth and fifth dimensions. All the way to the ninth. Can't do it. You have no room. Yeah. You won't fit. Right. That's what keeps a lot of sisters and brothers from growing. You know. Right. To the... Right. And what I exactly? That's true. That's what keeps them from growing. And what we mean by Melchizedek, we talk about the seven hundred twenty degrees of knowledge or will, meaning that there's three hundred and sixty degrees twice, or three hundred sixty degrees of the physical world, and three hundred in um, 60 degrees of the spiritual world, all right, which is 700, uh, 720 degrees. Remember, we spoke about earlier about this electron that leaves the body, make a 360 degrees rotation, disappears, make another 360 degrees rotation, scientists believe, to reappear again to make another 360 degrees rotation. That's 720 degrees of rotation. So many thought that Dr. York didn't know what the hell he was talking about. But scientists now confirm Confirm what he was talking about by way of the electron. This is why you mm-hmm. can't. That's why, you know, stop laughing at people and trying to so much battle um, someone and debate someone and go, read, and go and read not just one book, but goddamn a whole damn library where you can come to some of the same conclusions that these brothers have come to um, over, you know, 30, 40, 50 Years of research and teaching. And you thinking you're just coming out of them studying for two years like you're the goddamn master all of a sudden. <laughs> no way. And you ain't done shit to damn contribute to damn the salvation of humanity mm-hmm. and the upliftment of humanity. Except goddamn talk. About the size of it. And you think that you're really mastering this shit. <laughs> Only thing you mastering is your goddamn tongue, and that should be and that should be right now. You're mastering how to talk, right? <laughs> and nothing else. Exactly. Don't write nothing. Don't uh, contribute to nothing. 
Like you said, just stand. Don't understand. Overstand. Just stand there. Right. Constantly standing still. And, take, and, go to, and go to their graves with that. Some knowledge they could have talked to, to the people, to the you know, to the masses of the people, you know, but to keep it to themselves and take it to the grave, to the, to the grave, to the grave with, with them, you know. A lot of that, uh, a lot of our people could have learned, you know, so they can grow. If he didn't want to grow, you know, well, damn, let them grow. Get them the knowledge and do something with it. Instead of keeping it to yourself, that's why I have a problem with a lot of these so-called secret societies and fraternal orders, the sacred science, which belong to our people any damn way. So what are you talking about? You want to house it into a lodge that the European told you to do. So who does that benefit? Them, not us. Exactly. You know, and why you think they do that, brother L? Well, they've been uh, uh, they 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 they've been they've been taught to believe that, you know, that this is a secret. They sworn uh, uh, between them and their God, you know, the oath or obligation that this would uh, would be a secret and keep it in the lodge. But that was something that the European Masonic Order and the other fraternities and secret societies had told them if they want to be a part of that, you know, this is what you have to do. To be a mason or to be a whatever, a Rosicrucian or uh, even a skull and bones, you know, uh, you know, the, you got to do this, you know. So, but 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 who do the benefits? It don't be, it definitely ain't benefit us. Look across the country, we are killing each other by by, uh, by staggering proportions. Why? Because of lack of knowledge. And this is what's going on. Yeah. Is that what's going, going on? on? Mm-hmm. Is this that the, the police are back to killing us a lot more than what they have been doing? They've been doing this for about decades. They're saying to hell with YouTube. We don't care. It's showing on YouTube. It's short on YouTube. We're going to still kill the niggas off. So they ain't caring about that no more. So, you know, this is good to show you. Right. People talking about progress. So where is the progress? What progress are you talking about? So, yeah, so, I mean, progress for where? You know, right. show it to me. You're right. Where's the progress? You know what I'm saying? But that's what we're trying to do. This progress in pockets. As a whole, it appears to be no progress at all. But in pockets, there's much progress. It is. You know, so, you know, that's that's the thing in which that is taking place. We're looking at it from our perspective, you know. And when you look at it from a vast perspective, it looks as if there's no, um, nothing has been done. There's no moves in which that's been made. But when you look at it from a close in your face, aspect there's things on which that is turning around there's there's things in which that is taking place in which that can actually help change and manifest a greater awareness um, within our people 
Well, look at what right. you and Kadira has done. Um, I was down there. See, look what you have done. And the September, the September 18th to the 20th, that'd be a good thing for a lot of people to come down and see the work that you have done to us for yourself, the progress that you have made. And this is what you're talking right. about. It's, it's Right. Maybe a spray right. right. And maybe that, that pocket will spray, right. you know. Exactly. All over fallen humanity. Mm-hmm. They will it'll be uplifted. Right. Huma- fallen humanity will be uplifted. Right. And now I want to say this too before, you know, we get off of here. That science is a documented that the, um, what they refer to as photonic energy of the average human body is actually emitted at the equivalence of a 120 watt light bulb or what is a 120 volt battery. This is why um, in the movie Matrix, you see Morpheus hold up a Duracell battery talking to Neo. And what does that 120 volt volt battery equals equals 25,000 BTUs? Mm. And that our auric fields or astral, which is our star body, the higher astral body, hence the spirit body, the higher body, the astral body, that is not the etheric, the lower one, is eternal, which is actually dealing with the soul principle. If you want to know the truth of it, all right, um, is the equivalent to the lifetime of the universe, which is um, about 10 E, 22 years. Um, the auric field then contains the electronic mass of 4E21, right, which is 24 zeros after the four of electrons, right? And I know that you might not understand what I'm saying, but remember, I told you that electrons leave the physical body upon um, the leaving of the physical breath, all right? Or the water vapors as you exhale, that cord is cut. And that breath leaves its temple. Leaves its temple. All right. Um, I'm going to get a question in into, um, let me see here. Those that want to call in, um, 626-414-3535. That's 626-414-3535. 3535. Give us a call right now. You got any questions? We don't went through some deep shit. So um I know somebody got to have a question out here. So um pick up the phone. Um give us a call right now at 626-414-3535. All right, we got area code 410, area code 410. You're on the line. Peace, peace. What's going on, brothers? How's hey. going? Well, well, brother. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, I'm always fast on the uh, the phone. Quick, quick draw, call in, man. You've you been, you've been dropping it, uh, brother Eileen today. Um, oh yeah. And uh, yeah, you've been, you've been, you, you maxed out on one of your sets and you just dropped the weight, just boosh. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Yeah. Um, I appreciate. It. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ain't even care about the, uh, the gym, you know. Sometimes the gym, you can't drop the weight. You say, "Fuck it, just boosh." But um. Right, yeah, man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's funny how that worked too, man. Cause um, you know, you know how to uh, how how you be reviewing something, and then the the answer just you know 
that come through with a, uh, something you see on TV or a newspaper or, you know, it, it, it'll come through the ethers or whatever. And I was just looking up um, uh, about the um, the planes, the, the cosmic planes, uh, the, the physical, uh, astro, mental, uh, buddhic, Atman, and um, what was the other one? Exactly. Uh, right. Uh, buddhic is the cop. Um, right, the admin is the soul, exactly, the immortal bodies. Okay, yeah, that, that was one of the questions. I, I was wondering if some of the people, some of the people using uh, words interchangeably. I mean, we we basically talking about the right. same thing. Yeah. Right, um, it is. Okay, and um, I got a couple questions for you. Uh, the uh, the uh, I, I was coming back. You know, we we was in the car with um, some some people, and you know we had a kind of deep discussion about karma, or uh, you know what they, you know a lot of people don't realize is uh, I'm, I'm glad you touched on it too, the uh, the car, you know, uh, mayat measuring your car or the car mayat, karma or whatever, and um, you know what not, not that. the car, the lower car that is does dissipate and return to the realm of form that science referred to as the ionosphere. You know what I'm saying? And when you look at where the the sun rays come at, come through, um, a large amount of that energy is first processed in the ionosphere. This is why they put the satellites up in the ionosphere. Why you have the radio um, and the TV um, satellites in the ionosphere to pick up communications, right? This is why the mm-hmm. communications or that go there first because that is the realm of communication. This is why they can contact you through the dream world, you know what I'm saying, via your dreams, you know what I'm saying, and you see your ancestors that passed on, and they communicate to you, you know, some that you knew, some that you don't know, you know what I'm saying, because that is, you know, what's taking place. Right, right, and, and um, you know, uh, uh, various uh, master teachers talk about how to light you know, people are always talking about moving towards the light, and that, that light is really there to trap you. <laughs> As a, you know, if you right. want to go another realm. Right. <laughs> definitely. Uh, remember, that, that could be, uh, like we say, um, Sirius A, on which is the brightest star in the sky, literally, um, the tunnel leads to there, in which that is also can be the place where reincarnation takes place, uh, um, occurs at, in order to come back into a third-dimensional apparent reality, based on um, or, you know, based on one's consciousness. And one actually might not even make it all the way there because oftentimes they end up seeing a figure in which that tells them to go back. <laughs> you ain't ready for this shit yet. <laughs> you know, and that's oftentimes what takes place, you know, when one has an out-of-body experience or one who has a near-death experience. You know what I'm saying? They can't make it, you know what I'm saying, to those levels. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but so they but they get the glimpse of the light, but they can't become the light. They're not ready for the light yet. Right. This is why all of a sudden about this mystic figure that they seeing was so damn bright, you know, that it hurt their eyes, even though they didn't have no physical eyes to begin with. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So this is all the things you know that that's taking place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and um damn, I'm a phone about to die. Let me get this out. Uh, um all right, so the brother was asking me about 
you know, you hear a lot of a lot of uh, theories about karma, and you know, just 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 uh, shooting it out there. That some of the main tenets of the conversation was, if you step on a bug, and this is real simplistic, you know, just just for the sake of time. But if you, if you step on a bug, um, you had to come back in another life as a bug, or or, or something to that sort of, um, mm-hmm. you, you know, something of that, of that nature. So if 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 um say if if we know it's a cycle the eight the eight spokes of reincarnation um is the you know brothers talk about it um you know what's the point of hating the so-called straight here man or woman you know is 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 that also following that same um pattern you know are, are we going to be coming back or could somebody come back as a straight-haired person that we had so much animosity towards? Right. Well, let, let me explain this, that the incarnation process, that he's taught a Vedic um, nation, as if you were a man, you would come back as a bug. Um, that is called teaching. If you were more than often, you were as a man or a woman. In other words, you come back in a form of a human or at least mankind species. You would not devolve or devolve, um, as we would say, into a bug or some type of other type of creature or animal. Okay? Um, that, but, but that is... Um, allegedly a Vedic interpretation. Right? However, the Holy Quran Circle 7 um, makes the corrections on that, you know what I'm saying, because that question was asked or told to Jesus. Of course, even Jesus is a allegorical aspect in that regard, but the answer was given that that is not the case, that really what we're talking about is um, coming back as a human or mankind, part of the so-called um, family um, species in that regard, not as uh, a, a bug or insect or um, or animal or some type of creature. Mm-hmm. All right, but that type of energy in which that we talked about, which was called the realm of form, where the spirit of these entities um, dissipates and return, in which that can be utilized by humans and by animals, which is through the breathing process, which is called chi or ki or prana energy. But it don't make you, um, as a man, it don't make you uh, a bug. <laughs> it don't make you a uh, bear or a dog or a cat yeah. or a rat or anything right. of that sort. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, but you are breathing in those um, same molecules of those in which that once existed, you know what I'm saying, on this um, physical realm. But the evolutionary state comes by way of the birthing process. As the woman, um, when she is carrying a child, that child through the, um, the what is called the um, nine-month period or the three trimester periods or the triple-stage darkness goes through um, the evolutionary process from a reptilian to an amphibious to a mammal being. So, but oh. that occurs by the breath in which that she in which that molds and shapes 
the human being into existence, but not as a separate entity as if we came from a cat, rat, a dog, or et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. It's an evolutionary process of us taking on the elements of all these beings by way of the breath cycle inside the womb, not externally, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, cause, uh, I mean, something ain't job right when a brother told me, he was like, he was like, man, you, you must have been a bear in your past life. Uh, I was like, uh, oh, you know, I, I got some, now, now, now some how more did, meditation to do. Now, now, <laughs> right, now how, did I, now, how did I pick, now how did I pick up the bear um, energy? <laughs> Let me explain. Because the bear could be your totem. Understand, your bear could be your totem. That's what he's picking up, is your totem. I went over this two weeks ago, is that the bear, or if you have animals within the Native American, African traditions or Aboriginal tradition, you can have animals as your totem power. And therefore, um, a bear can be your totem. A lion, um, a, a rat, a dog, whatever type of entity can be your um, totem. But that doesn't make you a rat bear or lion or whatever the case is. It's just like your um, zodiac sign. All right. I'm an Aries. I'm a ram. Do that make me a ram? All right. Um, uh, you know, what's your sign, brother? Uh, cancer. Okay. So do that make you a crab? Right. And, and, and you know, legend yeah. even have it. Are you a, we, we actually. Right. Are you, we, we actually right. Are you a crab literally? I'm not a ram, literally. Right. You know, right. I, you know. Normally, I'm not going to headbutt you. Guys, you know what I'm saying? Off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, we both we both Aries. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. People in the head. Make, that don't make us rams, though. <laughs> right. Right. Um. <laughs> And uh, sometimes the, the, uh, the, the current zodiac is a little suspect when you, when you delve into the research, like far as um, the polarities uh, having a cross as water and fire. Oh, hold on, let me. Water and earth opposing fire and air instead of um, you know having instead of having earth instead like of Capricorn. No, no, my, my bad. Instead of having. Um, a water sign, Scorpio, across from Aquarius, the water bearer, but yeah, he's an air sign. You know what I mean? Like it, it was a little right. bit of confusion somewhere in there. But um, um, I didn't want to get off topic. Uh, yeah, and on that note, uh, far as um, kind of going with the karma, and and you, you man, you touch on stuff that you know you you really going to hear. Like you was talking about that with the lecturers, uh, dudes be contradicting themselves. The, the whole, uh, the whole philosophies, like you know, they it was almost like they just just looked on Wikipedia a couple of times and started lecturing or whatever. But um, far, oh. as far as uh, <laughs> for, for real, man, like I call it Wikipedia knowledge. You know, you just look on Wikipedia a little bit and, and start spelling stuff. But um. Far as uh, 
and then go take the show on the road. Oh, might be my phone. No, I hear you. Oh, okay, you hear me? Yes, I hear you. Loud and clear. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know what happened to the brother. Brother knocked off somehow. No, he. Okay. Um, let's go to area code eight zero three. Area code eight zero three on the line. Eight zero three. Peace, peace, peace. Peace. Peace, brother. Is he here, brother L? Yeah, I hear him, brother. Like said, peace, 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 peace. No, that was me. I'm trying to see. If oh, you that was you. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't hear. I guess he didn't come through. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, let me let me get back right quick then. Um, within Islam, there's seven hells. We spoke about um, uh, the seven, literally, what that means. The seven hells is nothing more than descending energy along the same line as the seven heavens. Now, um, within Hebrew, you have um, Shalom, you have um, Jehinman, you have, uh, as it's called within Hebrew, then the Quran speaks of um, Anur, which is the fire, Jahim, which is the blazing fire, Hatamah, which um, that which breaks the pieces, um, Hey, uh, Waya, Awiya, which is the abyss, uh, Sayir, or what is called Lata, uh, which is the blaze, or uh, Sakir. All right, these are the so-called um, seven gates of hell which is coming from the hadith all right writings all right which all describe um jahan um jahanna all right um which the quran speaks about this you know this so-called last days or jana uh, which is um paradise you know what i'm saying or hell you know what i'm saying so understand that once again descended energy symbolizes the seven hells Ascending energy symbolizes um, that seven heavens, all right? So understand that. So the Quran speaks of the seven heavens as well as also um, the seven hells, all right? Um, Brother L, you got anything to add to that? Oh, yeah, they speak about that also. uh, Mustafa Ali's book, the Holy Quran, uh, about the seven hills. Oh, yeah. I forgot what surah it was in. Yeah, it does. It does speak about the number seven a lot in the Holy Quran. Uh, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. It speaks about that. I, I I think I wrote something on that. I think I, I think I gave a speech on one of the blog talk shows I did by myself. I think I gave a, a, a lecture on that. Believe I did. I All right. Well, if you want to, you can expand on it. Right. Expand on, you know, something that you. Well, I'm dealing with the air. number seven. Uh, a lot of time explaining about the seven means a year. 
you know, seven a year. You mean three hundred? I said, well, yeah. Well, what three times? I mean, two times. I mean, two. I mean, five and two is what? Seven. I said, how many weeks in a year? Fifty-two. Okay, there's your year. And a lot of you know that's oh okay okay now I see I got you yeah you know that's what they mean by some the number seven you know is a year you know dealing with the uh, the circle seven dealing with the uh, uh, the seven uh, 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 these cycles of the human of the human body you know every seven years our body takes on a different uh, uh, cycle a lot of people didn't know you know the seven mm. tones of the music. Uh, you know the seven different colors. Uh, you know the seven uh, 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 energy centers, which is the, the the chakras, the Kundalini chakras, and our bodies. You know, uh, you know seven days a week, the seven sabbatical years, the seven years of famine. You know the seven liberal arts. You know, you go on and on and on. You know. But it's it's it's, it's uh, the number seven goes a long, long, long way. You know the seven uh, intelligence of Elohim. You know. You know so, uh, uh, yeah, so I mean seven days a week. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I can't remember them all. Uh, I know I, I know I've written them down. You know, a lot of that. Well, I will be writing. In my newsletters, dealing with the number seven, right. I will be I will be putting in my mm-hmm. newsletter, future newsletters on the number seven and how it relates to right. the circle seven. Okay, okay. Now the circle seven within the circle of the seven, or you can say the four gates, that represents a year, 360 degrees, you know. The circle, I mean the seven, fifty two and seven five and two is fifty five and two is seven. Fifty two weeks in a year. You know, three hundred and sixty days basically, I mean originally was a year. I mean the the three hundred and sixty five days. I mean you know. But uh, uh you know, the four gates represent the four seasons or the four horsemen, you know, uh the four gospels, you know, in in, in the, 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 the the Christian uh uh mysteries, you know, or the Bible. Remember the four mm-hmm. gates, the four north, east, west, and south, where we get the word news from. You know, the number right. you know, it, 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 no, I can go on and on and on, Dr. Ali. <laughs> you know, so. Hey, well, keep going, bro, because they need knowledge, because you just dropped it right there with the news north, east, west, and south. Yeah, That's the, the news, looking at it from all four directions. Yeah, the four cardinal points, you know, uh, dealing with the. Right. Uh, uh, you know the the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John of the four Gospels. You know, uh, right. dealing with uh, uh, the four represents foundation. You know, uh, the 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 four seasons of a year, the four books and a deck of cards that we, uh, most people play. You know, the four books. You know, there's 52 cards in the four decks of the books. All of it represent 360 degrees. And when you bring, tell people that about the deck of cards, they're like, wow, no, I never heard that. I never, you know, uh, I, I never was told, told it like that before, you know. Nobody never broke it down like that to me before, you know. So uh, I'm like, wow, you know. I so, said, yeah, the deck of cards has a lot of science to it, you know. Um, right, right, exactly. 
dealing with uh, dealing with the you know all the big down Bogo back to the number seven. All the, and, uh, right, right, and, and and see what you were talking about the Holy Quran, the seven heavens. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that's mentioned in the um, Holy Quran, Yusuf Ali version, um, the seventy first or chapter in the fifteenth ayat. That's the you know one I'm saying is mentioned there. Yusuf Ali, not the Malala. Right, Yusuf Ali, yeah. Yusuf Ali, right, right, and um, they talk about the prophet who went um through all the heavens one by one when he. Uh, was ascending to the sky. He was accommodated by the angel Gabriel in his journey, and even Gabriel had to leave him alone on his last part of journey because Gabriel was not allowed to go above um, certain heavens of the sky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that passage is ended, you know what I'm saying? Speaking about, um, as we were talking about the night of um, al um, Mirage, um, of the night of, um, of the journey of power of Prophet Muhammad as he got taken up on the animal of the Baruch, which is the white lightning, translated as white lightning, um, which symbolizes the whitest mercury color or silvery mercury, mercury color of the Kundalini as it comes up through the Shushuna, which is the hollow area in the back of the spinal column, you know, 30, mm. through the 33 vertebrates, mm. take you into the seventh heaven, which is the crown chakra, um, symbolizes, that's what, you know, um, um, that's, that really symbolized it, you know. Um, I mean, but, but, you know, we understand that is is all in there. You know, Samawat, You know, which is the the word heavens. Um, you know, you have the lower heaven, which is Samadunya, uh, the visible, which is called Shahid, which is a um, another um, form of heaven. You know, is is spoken of within you know the Holy Quran about the various heavens. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, so there's seven heavens. And seven hells. Once again, ascending energy is um, symbolic to heavens, the seven heavens. Descending energy, as it comes down, symbolic to um, the, coming down into the seven hells. Um, as we started out talking about, the brother speaks about this realm here being the realm of hell, which he's basically right in his act. You know what I'm saying? This is where terrible things take place at, you know what I'm saying, if we don't um, have ourselves together, you know? Um, so, so, um, we spoke about the seven ozones or seven atmospheres earlier in which that, from the troposphere to, uh, the Van Allen belt, we spoke about them earlier. So, uh, over the called the biosphere to the Van Allen belt. So we understand that these, um, seven heavens symbolize, you know, the seven atmospheres in this regard externally. But they also have as above, so below, which is the seven heavens within each and every one of us. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and then, you know, also in the Yusuf Ali version, um, you can pull up uh, with um, um, El um, Talak, uh, which is, uh, I think, is the 65th surah, the 12th ayat, where it goes on and speaks about um, who is the meaning, uh, what is the meaning of this verse at the end of surah. Um, uh, um, 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 ad talak, you know, what I'm saying which interpreting of the meaning it is Allah who has created the like thereof, i.e., seven, and has commanded them, having you may has powers over all things, and that Allah surrounds or comprehend all things in His knowledge. So, once again, speaking of the seven heavens, 
all right? So we know that the seven hells, seven heavens, at least biblically, from Christianity, Judaism, and Christianity, um, the place that you will find, particularly about the seven heavens in the Bible, or at least three of the aspects of the of seven, would be um, when Paul is speaking of about um, the three, he said he didn't know if it was in this life or in the, um, or in the next, which would be somebody to the dream world, that this man was taken up into the third heaven. All right, so we know that there's more than just one aspect of um heaven in that regard. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I just want to say that you know as you know, we continue on with um uh, getting a greater understanding of what happens after life, the realms that there are, and the places in which that you can attend, um, based on your um state of consciousness. All right. Uh, many, you know, uh, uh, this this is one of the things in which that. When we get into it, you know, um, you know, we would like some conversation too. Uh, just don't want to bogart the whole conversation. So, um, if eight zero three is on the line, you can please speak now. You're on the air. All right. Um, if not, for those that want to call in, the area code is six two six. And the number is 414-3535. That's 626-414-3535. 626-414-3535. Um, we would like to get another uh, speaker um, on here to ask questions, make a comment, uh, you know, get on. Just press, just, just press one. Just, just press one. All right. All right. Well, brother Elder, seems like we coming to the end. Oh, oh hold on. There's a two five two number. Somebody in the north click. All right, two five two. Area code, you're on the line. Peace. 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 Yo, peace to the gods, man. Peace, God. Yes, yes, yes. This is a rule, man. I just want to say I love y'all, man. I've been listening to the show tonight, you know, and for sure y'all been bombing them. For sure. I just wanted to, you know, yeah. just want to call in and say I love y'all, man. Y'all continue to keep, you know, saying, bringing that fire information, man, because we need it. You know what I'm saying? And um, as I'm sitting here um, with the fam, uh, my little son just grabbed the phone and he was like, that's Dr. Eileen? I'm like, yeah, that's Dr. Eileen. Jim, give me the phone. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> Um, and I, you know, I was, I was just kicking, um, just, you know, um, talking to the wife here, um, uh, my kid, and I was just saying, wow, brother L just dropped a serious bomb, and that, that definitely struck me when he, um, when he broke down the news. I said, yeah, see, that's something exactly. that, you know, that's definitely be over a lot of brothers' head. They're not really catching that. They're not really saying it, you know. So, um, that was real deep, man. Everything y'all talked about tonight, man. I kind of, I kind of got on a little late because I, you know, just taking care of the family, but uh, I just wish y'all all love. Appreciate you know that. Of course, you know I'm gonna do that. You know I'm gonna do that. You know what I'm saying. But I just wish all y'all all the love, man, and um, y'all just continue to keep. You know what I'm saying, bringing that that fire information, man. Because again, it's so much needed. You know what I mean. Um, and I'm just gonna keep on keep on um, listening, man. Me and the wife, and um, y'all stay with us, man. Doctor Alim, I hope to see you soon, man. We gotta get this music out, man. We gotta get this thing done, man. They waiting for us. All right. I'm good to meet God. Those who don't man. know, as Brother Heru and his wife, Micaiah, and understand that they are the Mac 
which is music, art, and culture. Um, they have the radio yes, shows here on Thursdays, um, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So check them out, check them out, check them out. All right? Appreciate you, Brother Heru. Yes, sir, man. I love y'all. And um, I see y'all soon, man. God. Y'all be blessed. And, um, y'all tune into the show tomorrow. We got something powerful, man. We going to bring it. I'll be there, brother. No doubt. All right, man. Peace and love, y'all. Peace. Much Peace love, God. Peace. All right, all right. Brother L, what you think about the night, bro? You you, you heard you heard you heard on um, a comment there. You you bombed oh, them tonight yeah. on uh, on the <laughs> info here. Outstanding. <laughs> so um, I'll, I'll what stand about the night, bro? Outstanding. Right, all right, right, right. I, I think we got a lot of information out tonight in order to try to clear up some of the madness concerning what is heaven and hell and its true meanings and manifestations. I think we got into it the best that we could. Um, I don't think I heard um, too many people ever, you know, get into it like this, you know what I'm saying, to drop it to this level. So, you know, hopefully we, you know, y'all appreciate it. And um, hopefully y'all come back and tune in next Wednesday on um, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, First Order Radio, you know what I'm saying? Um, your host, Dr. Aline Bay, my co-host, Brother Fahim L. All right, so check us out. And um, basically, we out. Because it's a party in the cosmos. This is Brother Ronetta L. Bay. All around the production. Let my music soak up all your bitterness and sorrows. See the sun shining, I lay back and kick it. Staying sucker free is my new way of living. One day we get together, then we all start feeling. But the ball that I dribble got me posting like Pippin. Champagne glasses around my organite pyramid. Glazing at the stars, show the kids where we really live. These solar flares got my DNA 12 stranded. Collect the kids' trends and feed it to the man spring. Wash the tall moors. Some of us, we've been here to reunite the others and cool the world with wind chills. I put rap to the back for a good reason. 2012-21 was a good season. Fake people get exposed just for who they are. Keep playing traffic in a highway with moving cars. My flow bring the fear of God to the modern rappers. They crawling backwards, kicking men in chest and hard tackles. Ever since the kid went galactic, my center bracket reached the top and interacted with my solar status. The microphone will grab it. I guess it's just a habit. A living legend in your presence order like a maverick. It ain't about me, nah, but it's about the future. I go to races on and dealing with the cockadoodles. I talk it to you like a grandma and your mama used to. The final stage, I ride away just like it's Honolulu. I prove my old school, but since I stayed there, galactic conscious awareness, I got my grace there. See with the eye of Hayru, no longer bending knees. My inner chiefs are in a me when it's time to leave this modern day crap how do we even follow it i rather symbolize my name up in the hieroglyphs declare peace without battle star galactica foot stepping backwards on my way back to africa to wash the tall moors some of us we've been here to reunite the others to cool the world with wind chills
skills. I put rap to the back for a good reason. 2012-21 was a good season. Fake people get exposed just for who they are. Keep playing traffic in a highway with moving cars. My flow bring the fear of God to the modern rappers. They crawling backwards, kicking men in chest. My heart attack and wash the tall moors. Some of us, we've been here to reunite the others to cool the world with wind chills. I put rap to the back for a good reason. 2012-21 was a good season. Fake people get exposed just for who they are. Keep playing traffic in a highway with moving cars. My flow bring the fear of God to the modern rappers. They crawling backwards, kicking men in chest. My heart attack them. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Google Plus. Check us out on WordPress. Check us out on DrAlimElBay.com. God damn it. We out. <laughs> Peace. Peace.